0: I'm Dave Champion. It is no surprise that over the last nine or ten months, government has derived significant power from keeping the American people scared. And media has made huge profits by keeping the American public terrified. Two of the stories that they've been telling in order to keep the populace scared is that young, healthy people are dropping dead of COVID-19, and then they're talking about something called long haulers. I think it's time to set the record straight about that. Let's start with the media narrative that young, healthy people are just dropping dead from COVID-19. Okay, so no, that's absolutely false. In preparation for this presentation, I reviewed about 50 different articles um, some of them were, I guess you might call them clickbait. Others were dominant mainstream media articles. Others l- lean towards perhaps we could say the medical side. But here's what they all had in common as I read through them, that there was absolutely not one single example. They didn't say, hey, look, here's this young, healthy person who dropped dead. Okay, And of course, that's because they're are no young, healthy people dying of COVID-19. I noticed that in a lot of these articles, they don't name names. They don't show photographs, which is absolutely key. They just talk about that, yes, young, healthy people are dropping dead. Okay, show me one. I don't care what you tell me. I don't care what you write out in your article. Show me a young, healthy person who dropped dead of COVID-19. Show me that. Name names. Let me go look into that person for myself. Just don't tell me it's happening. Give me some fucking examples to go look at to show you're right. And of course, in the, like I said, about 50 articles I reviewed, there's absolutely none of that. However, there are stories of youngish people dying, One of them is a guy named Joshua Obra. I hope I'm pronouncing his last name right. And Joshua was 29 years old, lived in Anaheim, uh, California, near Disneyland with his sister. By all accounts, he was a super nice guy. And uh, several months ago, he contracted COVID-19 and he passed away at 29 years of age, which is pretty young, right? So was Joshua the young, healthy person? here's a couple of pictures of joshua yeah you can see for yourself right he was morbidly obese and i want to be very clear i'm not attacking or criticizing joshua i mean it, it, for, again from all accounts he was a super nice guy and it's A terrible thing that he's gone. The point that I'm trying to make is that these characterizations that younger people who are perfectly healthy are dropping dead and so we must all be in fear because if you have a child and your child is young and healthy, your child is going to die. It's bullshit. 42 is not young, but in terms of COVID-19 deaths, it would be indeed young. So a gentleman by the name of Gabe Morales, who's a corrections officer in Kansas, recently passed away from COVID-19. Yeah. And here's a couple photographs of Gabe. I feel terrible for his family. I mean, Gabe has young children. Okay. This is one of the things I don't get about people. I'm going to share a personal story I haven't shared before here publicly. Uh, But there was a friendly acquaintance I had in Las Vegas. I live about an hour outside of Las Vegas. And there was a friendly acquaintance who was morbidly obese. And he had been having health problems for a couple of years. So several months ago, I reached out to him. And I, I have an ethical thing. I never, ever give my books away for free. But he had a young daughter. And I was concerned, based on what I had seen and heard, that if he didn't straighten himself out health-wise, that he was going to leave his young daughter fatherless. So he's one of the very, 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 very rare cases where I sent him a complimentary copy of Body Science. And I said, hey, man, read this. Get yourself healthy. Be there for your daughter. Okay, so he blew it off. He didn't do it. Six weeks, seven weeks ago, he died. And by the way, he had body science and plenty of time to fix his problems, but now he's dead and his daughter is fatherless. And, and so I look at the story of Gabe Morales, the correctional officer. His kids don't have a dad. I, this, this to me is appalling that anyone would allow themselves to get in a position where a virus would come along and take them and leave their children fatherless. I, I'm just amazed. But the point is, obviously, whether it was Joshua Obra or whether it's Gabe Morales, these people are not young and healthy and dying of COVID-19. They are already sick. And then COVID-19 is making matters worse, and then they die. And we're gonna get into that in a minute. Search as I might, I could not find a single story, where we could actually say, like, okay, here's the guy. Let's take a look at this guy. Let's look at his history. A single case of anybody who was young and healthy, in reality, healthy, (laughs) dying from COVID-19. I've showed you a couple pictures of people who have died at a young or youngish age from COVID-19. Let me show you a photograph of the kind of person I have never, ever seen any case of them dying from COVID-19, somebody who looks like this. Yeah, that guy, he's not dying of COVID-19. Are really young people dying of COVID-19, like seven or eight or 12 years old? They are in infinitesimally small numbers. And of course, when you read what the media wants you to know about that, they never, ever discuss The health condition, they say this seven-year-old girl in Paris, this eight-year-old boy in wherever, died of COVID-19, and they never, ever discuss the medical condition. They never say they died and they had this comorbidity factor or that comorbidity factor which they absolutely do, but the media doesn't want you to know that because the media wants you to be terrified that completely healthy seven-year-olds are dropping dead of COVID-19, which is not happening. There was a case many, many months ago, and unfortunately I don't have the picture because it was many, many months ago, of a, I believe it was a 12-year-old that had passed away with COVID-19. And I, I read through the article and there was absolutely no mention of any medical condition, any comorbidity factor, any chronic disease. But his name was fairly unique, and we're going to have another example of that in a moment. His name was fairly unique. So I googled him and hit images. And in the images area, there's pictures of the 12-year-old who had passed away. And he was morbidly obese. Are you detecting a theme yet? I'll never forget, some months ago, somebody tried to convince me that people who have no other pre-existing illnesses are indeed dropping dead. From COVID 19 and gave me the example of some Broadway star, I forget the name as I'm sitting here now. And uh, so I looked this Broadway star up, it was some male. Fortunately, one of the articles actually detailed the sequence of events in the hospital. Okay, so like within an hour of checking in, they put him in an induced coma. The next morning, they amputated a leg and so on. And, so on. and I'm like, okay, he may have tested positive for SARS CoV 2, but this sequence of events in the hospital has nothing to do with COVID 19. There was something else going on. And so I pointed this all out to the person who had told me, oh, yeah, he died. He was completely healthy and he died. So I pointed this all out and the person says, well, I'm just referencing an an article where his wife said he was completely healthy. To summarize on young, healthy people dying of COVID-19, it's not happening. Are young people dying of COVID-19? And yes, in very small numbers. And they are already sick with chronic disease, one or more. They are already sick before they get the SARS-CoV-2 virus. Young, healthy people are not dying of COVID-19. Let's talk about the so-called long haulers. The definition of long haulers is somebody who gets COVID-19, normally it's a relatively severe case, and then they recover, they're now testing negative for the presence of the SARS-CoV-2 virus, and yet they have uh, one or more, usually rather unusual symptoms that continue for months and months and months and months afterwards. And again, these are called long haulers. And of course, the claim by the media is that it's the SARS-CoV-2 virus that's causing these long-term consequences. So no, that's not what's doing it at all. Uh, There was a story I read. It wasn't long ago. I didn't realize I was going to do this video or I would have kept the article and I would have kept the photograph that went with the article. But there was an article I read that was featuring long haulers, and I have an interest in how the media distorts and misrepresents these things, so I was reading the article, and the article's author talked about a 36-year-old black female who was healthy, got the virus, got COVID-19, and is now a long hauler. I wanna draw your attention to the word healthy. That was the description used by the author of the article. She was a 36-year-old healthy black woman, okay? Fortunately, she had a very unique name, so I was able to Google her and click on images. Now, again, because I didn't realize I was going to do this presentation, I didn't keep that photograph. However, I did, for the purpose of this video, dig up a photograph which is highly representative (laughs) of what that woman looked like, and here it is, okay? So would you consider this a healthy woman? No. This is an obese woman. So this woman has obesity, which has long been considered a chronic disease, and yet and yet the author of the article is calling her a 36 year old healthy black woman. I think it's really important to note that when the media makes a representation that this young person or this middle aged person who was healthy dropped dead of COVID 19, the media is always lying when they say that. If somebody dropped dead of COVID-19, you can bet your ass they were not healthy before they got a case of COVID-19. Before I get into what's really going on with these long haulers, I do wanna point out something that's probably gonna irritate a lot of people, but it's true nevertheless. Uh, There are, especially like young people, that they get the SARS-CoV-2 virus, they get a little touch of COVID-19, and they're drama queens, they're hypochondriacs. So this is a great opportunity for them since they had COVID-19. They, they can milk that for months, okay? So we have to separate people like that from people who truly have long-term symptoms, not because of COVID-19, but in the wake of having had COVID-19. We know that virtually everybody that gets COVID-19 has some sort of pre existing chronic disease, again people who are healthy don't get severe cases of COVID-19. The point being that cases that are serious involve one or more pre-existing chronic diseases. And that's important to understand when we're talking about long haulers. Because here's what happens. Their immune process is already struggling. I I don't know how far to go on this because I don't want this to be like a 30 minute video, but the human body's immune process was never designed, never developed over millions of years to deal with ongoing disease 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, which is what people who are obese and they have type two diabetes or they have insulin resistance or they have metabolic syndrome. When you've got that sort of chronic disease, your your body's immune process is having to cope with that 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Guess what it was never designed to do? Yeah, that. So it starts to deteriorate. The process, it it can't hang, as (laughs) would be a layperson's way of phrasing it. The immune system, the immune, what I prefer to call the immune process, because it's, it's this highly complex ballet, the immune process simply can't cope with that anymore because it was never designed for that. So, it's already deteriorated, it's already broken down, and along comes the SARS-CoV-2 virus. That infects them because their immune process is already degraded, it develops into COVID-19. Now, that immune system, that immune process, which is already damaged, it's already struggling, now it has to deal with the pre-existing chronic disease And this vicious virus, how does it do that when it's already experiencing fatigue, when it's already degraded, when it's already compromised? It can't. Now, again, I don't wanna spend 20 or 30 minutes talking about how this all goes down, so I'm gonna give you a way of looking at this, which is pretty damn accurate. I mean, it's not physiologically accurate, but as far as a way to look at it and understand what's going on with these long haulers, it's pretty damn accurate. So let's say somebody is 30 and they're obese. And that obesity has brought on a number of things, hypertension and type two diabetes and so on, okay. And their body is struggling that whole 24 hour a day, 365 day a year, struggling that the immune process was never designed to cope with. So it's degraded, it's compromised, it's breaking down, it's fatigued, and then along comes the virus. What that scenario does is it takes the existing chronic disease, and a good way to look at it is, it pushes it forward on the timeline, okay? So again, let's say the person was 30 years old and they've got that level of chronic disease. When their body's done fighting the chronic disease and the virus and COVID-19, then instead of being as sick as they were or are at 30, now, physiologically speaking, where their chronic disease is at, Is now like they're 42, because the body couldn't clamp the effects of the chronic disease down and fight the virus. So what happened is the chronic disease was getting free. It was running more rampant. So the chronic disease advances in years, even though the patient may have advanced in weeks or months, their chronic disease has advanced in the sense of years. And that's why they're having all of these, <clears throat> what to them are highly unusual physical can, uh, ramifications that are referred to as long haulers. If, if they had actually lived from 30 to 42, by the time they got to 42, those symptoms might not be unusual. They might say, oh yeah, th- I've, I've been feeling this way for years now, right? Because it came on over time. But when suddenly they're 30, And the SARS-CoV-2 virus hits and they develop COVID-19. So suddenly their chronic disease leaps forward 12 years in a matter of weeks or months. Yeah, suddenly it seems like this is completely weird. This makes no sense. Why am I experiencing all of this? Yeah, because your chronic disease advanced significantly while you had COVID-19, because the body can't do it all. That's the evil, if you will, of allowing yourself, through lifestyle choices, to get chronic disease. Now, there is a small percentage of people that have chronic disease that it's not a lifestyle thing. For instance, type 1 diabetes would be an example of that, and there are several others, immune-compromised conditions and so forth. But the, in America, the vast majority of chronic disease, the overwhelming amount is lifestyle choices. And now the chicken's coming home to roost with SARS-CoV-2. So whether the media is trying to scare you with young, healthy people dying of COVID-19, or trying to terrify you with these long hauler stories, the reality is this is far more about chronic disease than it is SARS-CoV-2. SARS-CoV-2 acts as the catalyst which dramatically exacerbates the pre-existing chronic disease. And that's the truth of the matter, that it's blowing my mind that there seems to be a complete blackout in the United States from the medical community and from the media. A complete blackout on that truth that this is really this, this pandemic is really a pandemic of chronic disease being exacerbated by a virus.